Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. Becky. Hey, hey. Let's do this. We're talking about how to hear from God. Part two. A simple guide for normal people. Yes, I love that title. I feel like a normal person. I... <laughs> It's I actually, try to be a normal person. I like to I appreciate about his titles of his books. It's like okay. how to pray for a normal person or yeah. how to hear from God for a normal person. That's how I feel. I feel kind of normal. So yeah. I think it's maybe your uncle that says, this is not weird. We're not going to make hearing from God weird. Yes, and yes. I love we can, that. You can make it super weird. You can, <laughs> but this is not going to be. Um, but it seems important. Yeah. It seems like an important thing. Well, yeah. After our discussion last time with yeah. Michelle, yeah. Did, it just reignited a passion in me to keep practicing right. and right. learning more and more to right. hear from the Lord. So, well, I loved what, as I thought back. Just and you, if you haven't listened, go back and listen. Uh, it was really fun. She, we just kind of sat and listened. To yeah. be honest, um, uh, I loved the slow intentionality yep. of creating opportunities and spaces and moments to. To practice, yep. not just for herself, but with her whole family, how yep. to stop and to listen, to ask God, what do you have something to say about this? Mm-hmm. How many of us do that very often? God, what, hold on, God, let me tell you right. what I have to say about this. But right. I thought she very beautifully, very beautifully showed what it meant to, to ask yep. God what he has to say. Yeah. Father, Son, and Spirit. So it was. Yeah, it was a very good conversation, and uh, I felt like a lot of what she said resonated with what Pete Gregg talks about Mm -hmm. in the book, too. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it was good. Do you have, I don't know, do you want to start with something, one of your favorite things that you saw in the book? Well, I just, I'm struck by, uh, um, well, many things. But uh, I think it's John Mark Comer's, his, his foreword, and I was reading it again this morning, and uh, just if, if you believe in God, if Jesus is your king, if you believe the Holy Spirit is still active, if, if that's really how you're trying to pattern your life after, if that's who you really trust in, believe in, um, then this is a really important thing. Mm-hmm. And how many of us really think about it a lot? Um, I feel like most of the time I read a wise person say, we oftentimes read the Bible as we come to it. Yeah. So we bring our own thoughts, our own ideas to it, and we pull from it what we want. And I think that's what we do when it comes to speaking to God, mm-hmm. praying, you know. So um, I've just been struck by how important this is. Yeah. Um, and that it's a, like in all good relationships, uh, you keep learning yep. and keep going. You don't just have it and then you're good. Yeah. It's not a one-time learning. Um, what are things we can be doing yeah. regularly that would help us be more intentional about yeah. listening well? So Yeah. Well, learning to hear someone's voice to, to do that, no mm-hmm. matter who it is. Yeah. And in this case, we're talking about God. Yes. You have to spend time with them. Right. And so yeah. I thought that, yeah, Michelle has modeled that beautifully yeah. to yeah. what she talked about last time, just yeah. making the space and kind of what you're saying, yeah. the intentionality yep. and yep. yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing to think about, but I, I like the, how Pete opens in his, had to read this book in five minutes, which I'm always yes. grateful for those kinds of yes. things. But the hearing his voice is not so much a skill, which is how I say we, we Western Americanized people believe. That's how we usually think we develop skills. Hearing his voice is not a skill we must master. Therefore, is more of a master we must meet. 
Oh. So I just like that. Like, um, there might there might be three or four things you could practice, but you can't make the practice the important thing. Yep. Who you're trying to meet in the practice is the most important thing. And so, yeah, I thought that was good. But what about you? What? Yeah, um, I was going to talk a little bit because I agree. I love when books do like how to read this mm-hmm. in five minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's right in the intro. So I wanted to give everyone a little taste yeah. of what yep. is in the book. Um, Pete Gregg uses the story of the Emmaus Road, which if I am truthful, I think I re- just skim over that story mm-hmm. a lot in the Bible because it's not long, right. you know, maybe, what does he say? Maybe 20 verses or yeah. less. Yep. And it's kind of an odd story. Right. I don't understand what the point was of Jesus not to reveal who himself, yeah. who he was to uh, these two people on the road. Um, but in that, he talks about different ways you can hear from the Lord. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll quick go over it. And these, mm-hmm. these are the chapters. Um, so chapter one is hearing God's word in Jesus. And he references Luke 24, 15. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near. Chapter two, it's hearing God's word in the Bible. So in that story again, Jesus goes through with the two people he meets on the Emmaus road, beginning with Moses and all the prophets. He explained to them what he said in the scriptures concerning himself. Chapter three, he talks about hearing God's word in prayer or Lectio Divina. Um, So that's from Luke 24, verse 32. We're not our hearts burning within us while he opened the scriptures to us. Chapter four, hearing God's word in prophecy. Um, He uses the same verse where our heart's not burning within us while he talked with us on the road. And then chapter five, hearing God's whisper, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. Um, Six, hearing God's whisper in dreams and the unconscious. So they recognize him and he disappeared from their sight. Chapter seven, hearing God's whisper in community, creation, and culture. So while he was at the table with them, their eyes were opened. And then the final chapter, the word, the whisper, and the way in Luke 24, 35, the two, then the two told what had happened on the way. I think what I loved about having eight chapters is mm-hmm. that uh, there's a lot of different ways we can hear from God. It's not a, you know, it's not a formula. You can mm-hmm. just plug something into. And if I do 20 minutes of quiet time and then I listen to three worship songs, then I will hear a word from the Lord Uh you might hear him in a dream. You might hear him uh, through someone else. You might hear him in a whisper or just an impression on your heart. Uh, yeah. I And I just love how it tied that story in and all the different ways they heard from mm-hmm. Jesus yeah. in one story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been struck by and just uh, from the last conversation, just what was been, some of the teaching in the sanctuary and the auditorium. Uh, uh, I, I, you know, to, to learn to hear his voice, I th- I'm fine. I'm needing to learn to make space where I could hear his voice. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things I'm trying to work on, it comes from a book I've read. I won't get into that book too. So many books out there. <laughs> so people. many books. <laughs> reading books about how to read books. Uh, but um, f- creating intentional time with no noise. 
So the way, the best way I can do that. So long story, there's more to share at the end here, but it's just walking. So I'm trying, we have a dog now. It's helpful for walking for me, yeah. uh, is to go for a walk, but without anything with me. Just You're walk with the dog. Besides the dog. So no headphones. No. I love podcasts. I drive listening to podcasts. Yeah. I'm always thinking about what you're teaching next. It's just always running into your mind. So I'm trying to create spaces where I'm just quiet. Yeah. Just in case there's something God wants to say. Because um, I also think that there's a lot of times where he just, he actually just wants you, like Michelle said, just to be obedient and just being quiet. Mm-hmm. But I think that I just miss so many things that he wants to say. And this morning as I was walking, uh, what came to me was we're in our house right now. We're trying to learn how to listen to each other. And what we're finding is that our whole house, dad, mom, children, we constantly talk over each other. Sure. And so I'm finding that's what I think I do when I think I want to hear from God is I don't, I talk over him. So I bring a request or I bring something or a situation or, but I think I just talk over him. And so it's, so what I've been thinking about this now for a couple of days is when we are starting to be in conversation as a family, I have an opportunity in real life, as my girls say from Bluey, to not speak over them and to let them finish what they have to say and wait for my turn to speak. And so it's almost becoming like a, a really simple daily practice of learning to wait for my turn. Hmm. Um, now, that's helpful for me. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, Becky. Is that making sense? Yeah. No, that's really good. Um, so mm-hmm. being quiet and really, like, there's another great study about how much, how great 20 minutes of walking three times a week is for you in general. But just, it clears your mind and it allows things to actually settle. Yeah. And so um, I'm just, I'm loving this whole idea of walking right now. I love that. That's super inspiring. 20 minutes for three times a week in silence actually sounds really nice. Yeah. And the person in the study was like, people tell me the time, they don't don't have 20 minutes to do it. It's like, you're adding another thing to my week. And they're they're like, well, okay. But you probably waste 20 minutes most days. So you could do something different. You know what? I'd rather do that than empty the dishwasher. Right. So. (laughs) I don't know how the dishwasher will get empty. A new chore for someone else, right? That's, ooh, yes. But, um. Or that could be something you do just with no, with no distractions <laughs> with no, if that's possible. Yeah. But No, I think there's something, though, to being outside in nature, right? Mm-hmm. And making, yeah, just yeah. being intentional about yeah. being quiet. I, more so now than in the past, I will find myself even just driving into work. Mm-hmm. And my, so oftentimes, you know, how phones now connect automatically to your car. And if I don't have anything queued up, Mm -hmm. ready to go, then it's just silence. And so, um, and then I'm driving, I don't want to like be messing with my phone. And Mm -hmm. so I oftentimes it's about a 15 minute drive for me into work and I will be in silence. And it's been a really sweet time of, okay, Lord, what do you want to do today? And what, you know, this is all a caveat. I, I think people know this about us by now, but uh, this is this is not every day. I'm not always in this good of headspace, mm-hmm. but I will say the days that I am feel a lot more relaxed and mm-hmm. not as rushed around yeah. and yeah, just grounding myself a little bit. And yeah. it's a really great way to start the day because when you have 
a family at home when you're trying to get ready to get off to work. It's not right. always the most calm and peaceful. So yes. to have that yeah. time in the car yeah. has been a mm-hmm. really sweet time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I liked it a while back there when we did uh, Psalm 4 and 5 on morning in evening and morning prayer. Yeah. It was just these... I loved how in that, in that psalm, like the psalmist, like Jesus, like he uses the, the Old Testament apparently is all about Jesus for some yes. people who don't like the Old Testament. Jesus is like, well, this is actually all about me. So he read that thing a lot and he, you know, uh, but in that psalm, the psalmist in the evening, right, he brings the whole day before the Lord, yes, all the things and he gives them all then so he can or she could rest yep. and begin their day in rest. And then to start the day, they do the same thing. Yep. And so I was thinking about in that this morning, like just creating that time to bring all the things before that you think might happen in the day or did happen in the day. Uh, it just, it gives then space for you in that next day to, uh, you're prepared yep. to then hear his voice. Yeah. And so I think we, I mean, I know that he probably says a lot more than I, than I actually hear. Mm-hmm. And um, Yeah. One thing I was struck by our conversation last week too um, is how uh, in her stories um, about with family, what they're practicing, they always made space to share what was heard. Yep. And I think that uh, um, sometimes we hear things or we think we do, but uh, we don't allow, oftentimes the Lord, when he's doing, uh, he's, when he's doing something, he's working in multiple places and yep. spaces. And so if we don't share, I think like how he concludes his book, you know, Luke 24, 35, then the two told yes. what had happened. Yep. So we need to be careful with what we share. I understand that. Right. Um, uh, and also not say this is like, God told me to tell you this, yep. probably not a good thing to say, yep. but just to say, I think, I think I heard this. I saw this. I wonder about this. And just if we could share some of the things with each other, it gives the Lord a chance to affirm those things. Yep. Like that's what I yeah, yep. that's what I was trying to tell you. Yeah. Um, so like we had a situation a while back where uh, Kathy Deal always says, when you're praying, sitting quiet, you pay attention to the things that come across your grid. I think that's how she yes. says it. And when uh, something that you know, seems a little outlandish or strange or different or not what you were thinking about comes through, pay attention to those things. Um, and so one morning we're working through something as a family and just the weirdest word came into my mind. Mm-hmm. And so I just wrote it down. I was like, that, that was really clear. And mm-hmm. that feels like not mine. Right. So I just wrote it down and dated it, which we do a lot of yep. at my house. And then you, and I shared with Kelly and then we watched and sure enough, a few days later, that thing came to pass. Makes I think sense. that he's huh. trying to encourage us with those things. But if we don't share it with each other, yep. You know, then we're yeah. not going to be encouraged. Yeah, because we'll probably exactly forget right. about it. Well, know? and also let—I love that God was so faithful in in bringing that word back and mm-hmm. and it making sense in your situation. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Kelly is a safe space for you. So right. if in your lifetime nothing came of that word, right. I don't think she would have said, right. "Ha, well, you didn't hear yeah. that right." So being okay with our humanity that maybe we won't always hear it exactly right, but having our safe places to Mm -hmm. share things. Um, I've had words for people that will kind of, like you said, this doesn't make sense to me. I don't even know this person. Why are you asking me to go tell her this message? What if she thinks I'm super weird? What if she thinks I'm acting holier than thou? What if, you know, I get all these excuses in my head and, 
I could not get it out of my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, even just writing it down or one time I waited a really long time and I finally had to go to this person and say, I'm so sorry. I felt like the Lord said this several weeks ago mm-hmm. and, and I haven't been obedient in sharing it, but now yeah. I am. And um, I don't know. She did kind of just look at me like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know you very well. And, and that's okay yeah. because in the end, I want the Lord to know that he can trust me with yep. encouraging words for people. Yep. And um, yeah. it was nothing. I mean, it was edifying. It right. was encouraging. If, right. if, you know, if for whatever reason it was my own humanity that wanted her to hear it, it, yeah, it would have encouraged anyone to hear it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, checking it against all of those, then yeah. I knew that yeah. even even if I'm wrong, <laughs> right. she would be encouraged. So being okay with hearing it, it kind of reminds me. So my kids get to go see the Field of Dreams this summer. My parents Ooh, are taking them to see the Field of Dreams. And my youngest was saying, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. I remember watching that movie when I was little and I said, it's so boring. I don't know, but we had space this weekend to watch it. So, um, we watched it. The first review I got back from both of my, or yeah, did we all, it doesn't matter. My, both my boys were like, that was not boring. (laughs) I guess I just don't love baseball movies or something. Yeah. But, you know, knowing that we were going to be talking about um, how to hear from God, I'm not saying that that's what the field of dreams is, but Kevin Costner's character is hearing this weird things that were popping in his head that mm-hmm. he kind of had to almost chase to see, what do you mean if if you build it, he will come? Right. What do you mean ease his pain? That was the next thing he heard. Yeah. And he, he would, yeah, hear these words and he would have encouragement from his wife, like, well, you better go seek it out because you can't stop thinking about it. And um, anyways, no, I guess it's a spoiler alert, but if you haven't watched Field of Dreams yet, it's really old. So yeah, 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 in the end, (laughs) yeah, that's your fault. In the end, it led to like a beautiful redemption story with his dad. And so it was really cool. Again, there was some language, so I can't totally recommend it, but I will say the the message in it was uh, almost an encouragement, like, people might think you're kind of odd when yeah. you are trying to yeah. um, do what you hear the Lord saying. Right. But yeah. But you oh, never know. You never know. And what was the worst that would have happened if he heard wrong? He had a baseball field in his backyard. That's true. So that's pretty I cool. Mean, <laughs> and he can invite all of his friends over to play, you know? That's right. So, and then, I mean, yes, no, yeah. Yeah. Field <laughs> dreams. Yes. I wanted to bring in a movie reference because you always bring in a movie reference. And I'm like, I don't know I what. Know, I don't movie have one this time. Thank you for the other. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the theme of our podcast. Um, and I also wanted to share a story I had recently yes. of hearing from God. Uh, so a few weeks ago, I was really, really sh- just stressed. There was a lot on my plate, mm-hmm. a lot going on at home, a lot going on at work. And I sometimes when that happens to me, I, I, f- I can't explain it except that I feel like I'm spinning and my brain is spinning and I'll sit, let's say in front of my computer or s- something. And I'm, I don't even know where to start to try to get some of this stuff knocked off my list, right? Like what would be the best way to go about conquering all of these things? And it was a Monday. And so I had this huge list I need to do. And I felt the Lord say, come to the lighthouse. And I was like, I don't have time. Yeah, I don't have time. Um, but I was thankful that I listened to that nudge and I, 
So I went into the lighthouse and I had my one favorite little chair that I like to sit in. So I went and sat in that chair and there was a, the lighthouse is amazing. If you guys haven't been, just come and sit in it. There's little devotionals all around. So I didn't have my Bible with me. So I grabbed this devotional and it is the type that you can go through it multiple years. And so I'm like, well, let's see what's on this date for 2022 or whatever. So I look it up and the Psalm is Psalm 121. Hmm. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Hmm. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. And I just felt in that moment, the, the way I felt God speak to me then was, I want to help you with all of these things you have on your plate. Mm -hmm. You just need to look to me. Yeah. And I survived that week mm -hmm. and I got everything done. I mm -hmm. needed to get done. And the whole time being so thankful because for me personally, I can get into this mode where I got to get it done. I'm not going to ask for help. I'm just going to do it. Mm -hmm. And to be just gently reminded yeah. when I took time, again, it was intentional. Yeah. I, I didn't feel like I had time to give, but I went and yeah, mm -hmm. the Lord was faithful and showed yeah. up and sent mm -hmm. encouragement. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think about how, what, so I have an ask of our listeners. Um, and it, I think it kind of comes back to, to the end. Um, the, the ones who Jesus walked with, explained things, revealed himself to shared things with, then had to go and tell what yeah. had happened. Just think about our families, think about whoever you live with, do life with. I'm not sure what your household is like or who your neighbors are. Um, but uh, usually when God shares something quite regularly, not all the time, sometimes there's some hard things you have to hear, yeah. which end up leading to good things. But oftentimes they're words of blessing yep. and they're words that give life and they encourage and they, uh, um, they propel us. And so I want us to be people who, who listen for other people. Mm -hmm. So I wonder um, if uh, we're, we're going to play some light music for just a moment here and uh, um, just want you to just be quiet and just ask God, uh, who do you want me to think about right now? And then after whoever comes across your mind, just let's just go with that person. Say, what, what would you want me to tell them this week? And would you just write it down? Um, because it might be that. Well, I'm going to want you to share it with them. But if you write it down, you could hand it to them. Yeah. You could say it to them. Um, but just thinking, how do we, how do we start practicing this, mm -hmm. making intentional spaces? So we're going to give you a couple minutes, and uh, who comes across your mind? Just ask God. Bring someone to my mind that you want me to think about, and then say. What do you want me to share with them this week? Check it with who you know God to be, his character, his person. Um, and then if you feel like it's in line with that, would you share that with them? So let's put this listening into practice.
So Father, we just uh, um, thinking about whoever it is that you brought to mind. Um, I'm thinking of your blessing, the blessing you gave Aaron to bless your people. And I pray that as those words that you shared with us are, are given and received, um, that you would, in that moment, um, just turn your face towards that person, that they would sense your peace, that you would actually somehow, in a way that we can't even see, just shine on them, and that as we give them words that come from you, that we would just that we would actually get to see you shine back, because you're shining on them, and they would just radiate you. Um, so we bless those people in your name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast.